Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, author, interviewer, broadcaster, and now podcaster. This week, and by the way, I'm making this podcast on November the 5th, 2023, there's been a lot of talk about the Beatles' last single, Now and Then. John Lennon has always been my favourite Beatles since I was a child, and it is bittersweet to hear a new, inverted commas, Lennon song fleshed out by the remaining members of the Beatles and Giles Martin, the son of their original producer, George Martin. Indeed, back in 1993, when the podcast you're about to hear was recorded, Giles Martin sat in on the interview. Unfortunately, and this is just my opinion, the song Now and Then is not anywhere near the best of the Beatles, and it has a lyric that is decidedly underdeveloped, especially by Lennon's standards. But while we're speaking about the best of the Beatles, I also see that the Red and Blue albums, first released in 1973 on vinyl and 20 years later on CD, have been remastered and expanded. This idea made me smile, simply because back in 1993, I started off my interview with George Martin, which was meant to focus only on the CD release of the Red and Blue albums, by raising the question of why they were so expensive, and split into two CD sets, two double CD sets, when one, for, one CD, for example, contained roughly 30 minutes of music. This led to George Martin telling me something I'd never heard before, namely that the Beatles got a raw deal from EMI and from George Martin at the start of their career, and that when their contract came up for renewal, they had the record company buy, as George Martin cutely calls it, the short and curlies, and they insisted on higher royalty rates. Maybe that's why the Blue and Red albums are split into the sequence of songs they contain, although I could be wrong. But that said, somehow right now, I hear in the back of my mind the Beatles singing the song Money. With its line, that's what I want. And why wouldn't they? If you want to read the full George Martin interview, which was published in the Irish Times, I'll soon upload it onto my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com. Also, this podcast is what I call... One in my series of singles, because it runs for roughly five minutes. Later today, I'll upload my third George Martin podcast this weekend, during which he tells the story of the Beatles' final albums, Abbey Road and Let It Be. And so I shall. Enjoy. I want to get the controversial question out of the way first. The uh, problem about the cost of the album is that uh, we saw the Sunday Times there quoting Money Can't Buy Me Love, and yet saying there's an exorbitant price on the double albums each which could have been put on one what's your response to that i didn't even want the prices it's 50 pounds for two and they say they could have put it onto two single cds and because of royalty rates the beatles the remaining beatles are asking for it has to be 50 pounds it's 50 pounds for four cds yeah but they're saying at the time of them all they could have been two doubles could have been put on one uh, you know what i mean two single cds could have been put on one cd hmm. The, I, th I think what they're talking about is the actual content, doesn't it? I mean, if you had a CD that could take five hours, for example, right. would you expect to sell it for the same price for one that only did 30 minutes? Well, they're saying, yeah, that one, the CD only lasts, one of the CDs runs for 30 minutes and the two of them run together at 55 or something, could easily be put onto CDs. Whatever EMI charge for it has nothing to do with me. But has it not? Because I see you, you used to get £15 a session in the beginning, did you? Was that, I saw I that quoted what? somewhere, you got £15 an original session. Is that right? I saw that in an old article. Oh, no. Well, I no. never got paid in the original session oh, at you? all because I was a member of, I was a regular paid Empl member employee. Of I, had a, I had a salary 
right. a magnificent sum of three thousand pounds a year. Right. Um, but so I didn't get paid anything. Right. What so I did get paid were well, your fifteen pounds. You may be thinking about is when I did an arrangement for yesterday, which was a string quartet arrangement. Oh, all right. And I got okay. paid fifteen pounds for that. Would that carry across to to when you recomposed uh, Strawberry Fields and worked on those? Would they be seen as kind of arrangements? Salaries no. and fees for that? No? no, that was just you were an employee no. of VM. An arrangement is something you write. Right. And right. if I if I wrote a score for, um, actually I did write a score for Strawberry Fields. So I do. Yeah. I would have got paid for that, but it would right. have been would have been right. ten or fifteen right. pounds. Right. So I mean, you, do you basically do well out of this deal? These being sold now or no? I don't. Up? You don't because I don't get any royalties. Oh, do you not? No. Right. Okay. Do you think that's fair? Um, no. Right. Right. Okay, but there's nothing you can do about it. Well, okay, uh, no, I didn't realise that. No, I don't get. I never have had royalties. I, I, right. You see, I used to work for EMI until 1965, sure. and then when we when we started our own company, I put all the. We did actually get a small royalty for the company, right. from that time, and it went into the company. So the company has enjoyed it. Okay. Okay. So this question of all the money now is going to the remaining Beatles and their associated companies, all the profits on this. The profits from the new set are going to the Beatles and associated companies. Yes, the Beatles. they get artist royalties, of course, don't they? Right, yeah. right. Well, that's what the Sunday Times argued, that they had put their percentage of the royalties so high that it had to be £50. That that's the argument. <coughs> However true that is. But it doesn't involve you, because I thought you also might have been part no, of that. I'm network. not part of that. But okay, let's take that, that particular argument. Okay. I, I think that um, the Beatles had a very raw deal from me and from EMI in the, in okay. the first stage. I, the first contract I, I gave them, because they, they were no, nothing. I gave them a penny royalty on each title. Oh, was it? Right, okay. And it was the old penny. Right. Not a new penny. Okay. I thought it was a fifth of a penny. I've misread that. They were 100, what was it, 240 of those to the pound. Okay. So they got one of those for every double-sided single record they made, which they divided amongst each of the four of them, actually each of the five of them, because Brian Epstein right. took a fifth. Right, right, okay. And um, if they made an album, then you multiply that penny by the number of double Tries. sides you had. So All if right. you had an, an album of 14 sides, which was the first album, please believe me, they actually got 7 on that. Right. 7 okay. old pennies. Okay. Which is 7% of a pound. All right. No, it's not. No, it's less, less than that. Sorry, 7 to, seven two hundred fortieth of a pound, because it was the All old right. penny. Okay. So it's a pretty mean deal. <laughs> but then EMI always, always was pretty mean. And in those days, I thought... Um, from that point of view, they were very glad to get it. Sure. It's like someone doing a television show for nothing because they get publicity. And from that point of view, they wanted to have a record deal. Right. They didn't care what, right. how little they got, as long as they got a deal. Right. Okay. And, and then once they got that, and they were successful, I suggested we doubled that royalty. But, it, but my boss's DM, I didn't think it was a good idea. Which, when did they get successful then in those terms? 65, 66? 1963. 63, when Please Please Me was a hit. Well, once we, once we got right. it, by the middle of 63, I okay. just do double it. They didn't, the bosses said, you don't have to, you've got them for four years, which I had. Oh, right. Um, so they didn't do anything about it. And then when the Beatles right. contract expired, they, the Beatles said, well, stuff you that? for a lot, mate. We're going to have good royalties or else you've... Right. So they had them by the short and curlies. Right. Oh, okay. And so the Beatles have always said, we're going to have maximum royalties. So they push sure. Abby, uh, EMI to the very maximum. Now, to say that the reason these albums are expensive is because the Beatles in my high royalties is, to me, putting the cart before the horse. 
Right, okay. The royalty has been, the Beatles have oh, been sitting on a proportion right, okay. of the amount. Yeah. You know, if, if, if the records are sold for five pounds, they get their maximum proportion. Right. EMI say, well, we're such poor people. We have to, <laughs> we have to put it up. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. I thank you for listening to this edition of the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast. And don't forget, if you want to read some of my articles, check out my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com.